I was just wondering if the FBI agents from the U.S. Embassy in Vienna got to Salzburg in time to arrest a Mitty and BJ. It's, it's less than a three-hour train trip. I'd like to know why Amity accepted those contracts to assassinate your partners. What little we know is rife with speculation. As they continued the drive home, Wainwright took no notice of the black Jeep Wagoneer idling on a side street as they passed. He didn't see the Jeep pull onto Topanga, nor did he see the black Mercedes town car that followed it with its headlights off. Lacey unfastened her seatbelt to reach for her purse in the back seat. As Wainwright glanced at her, he noticed headlights following them. He reached for the mirror to kill the glare. I wish the guy behind us would use his low beams. <laughs> I'm going blind here. Lacey chuckled. Garth, don't say things like that. Who ever heard of a blind novelist? Well, John Milton was blind when he wrote Paradise Lost. One, she said with a grin. Paradise Lost was an epic poem, not a novel. Two, he spent eleven years dictating it to literary assistants and friends. Don't expect me to be your scribe. Wainwright smiled at her dig and checked his mirror again. The jeep appeared to be moving up quickly. This guy's driving way too fast for this road. He tapped the brakes a few times, hoping it would let the driver know he should slow down. It didn't. Wainwright pushed the little convertible faster. His pedometer read fifty-five miles an hour, too fast for this snaky mountain road. The other driver was gaining on him. That guy's a nut and in a way bigger hurry than we are. If he wants to get past us so badly, I'll give him the whole road. I have to pull off somewhere. That was the problem. There was no place to pull off, with steep canyon walls to the right and Topanga Creek's deep ravine on the other. Honey, can you just slow down and move to the right? Maybe he'll get the hint and pass us. A sheen of sweat popped out on Wainwright's forehead as he concentrated on controlling the Carmagia. He was having problems making the curves and was sliding over the center line. He glanced on the mirror. Right on my tail. Can't, babe. The dude is pushing it. Wainwright had only one option. Speed up and try to stay clear of this maniac. The gear was going far too fast to be safe. I can't keep this up. There was no traffic coming toward them on the downhill lane, thank God. If there had been, a head-on collision would be inevitable. How's that guy keeping that thing on the road? Wainwright's heart raced. His arms felt weak and were shaking. As he reached to wipe the sweat off his brow, a violent jolt shook the car. Doing sixty, the gear jumped like a jackrabbit. The jeep had struck the rear bumper, pushing the gear into the opposite lane. Not funny, you clown. Get off my tail. I'd love to see the sheriff's cruiser right about now. Lacey wished aloud, then added, But breathe, baby. You're doing great. Don't hold your breath. Just breathe. Wainwright's clammy hand slipped on the steering wheel, and perspiration stung his eyes. I'm losing control. Then another vicious hit on his right rear. He's pushing me off the road. Jesus! The other driver's speed increased. Wainwright's concentration was split between maintaining control of the car and trying to anticipate the jeep's next move. Lacey had a death grip on the dash. She knew there was no way Wainwright could win. A weird thought crossed her mind. People aren't supposed to die right after a funeral. Since she wasn't wearing her seatbelt, staying in her seat was impossible as the jeep repeatedly struck the small car. The Carmen gear was like a bug smear on the jeep's bumper. Pushed steadily, forced closer to the edge. Wainwright walloped his brakes. No effect. The push was powerful his fight futile. 
The smell of burning rubber offended the scent of the sea and sage. The gear moved closer to the edge. Wainwright twisted the wheel hard right. The front tires were now off the road. The jeep had won. Moonlight illuminated a mesquite bush on the canyon wall. Wainwright watched the bush move in slow motion across the windshield. Then the bush was upside down, then above his driver's door and turning. Seatbelt straps sliced his shoulders. As blood flooded his brain, he grew dizzy. Nausea threatened to overtake him, spurred by the rotating gear's nose aimed at Topanga Creek. In that instant, he reached out to hold Lacey back, but the seat was empty.